Hello and welcome to this week's micro lesson from our research into the psychology of high performance. I hope you're having a great week and that you enjoyed the recent Dale Stain episode. If you didn't get a chance to listen to it, then please do jump back and give it a listen. His story is really remarkable. And like all the content in our collection of insights, it's not about the sport or the cricket in this particular example. It's about the tenacity, the humility and the character of these true champions that we can all try and replicate in our own lives and our own worlds. It's all about trying to inspire us to have that discipline we need to do those brilliant basics for longer and longer to develop those high performance habits. It was great to see so many people sharing the episode among those, the legendary A.B. de Villiers, the South African superstar. So thanks so much for that, A.B. It did mean that you almost broke my Twitter timeline with your eight or nine million followers when they piled in. Uh, I thought my phone had broken when it started bleeping. But it's crazy to see how the big gun social feed light up when they share a post. Talking of social action, thanks so much to everyone that left a review and a rating, especially Stig Thunderbolt, who gave this week's featured five-star review on Apple Podcasts, saying that the show was subtly brilliant and packed full of strategies to help you and your colleagues around you to improve. So thanks very much, Stig Thunderbolt. And if you drop me an email through to hello at sportingedge.com, Stig, then I'll give you a surprise pass into our members club where you'll get more inspirational strategies and get your mindset and leadership up to the next level as part of that community. Thanks to everyone that's helping me to grow this community uh, around the podcast. I know we've got lots of listeners around the world. I can see we're climbing in the charts in Botswana, Luxembourg and Oman. Um, I'm based in the UK and over the last few weeks we've had a bit of a crisis around our petrol supply. So a bit of topical insight this week. The pumps have been empty and it's caused absolute chaos with everyone trying to get to their workplace or on the school runs or, or whatever it might be. And it actually reminded me of an interview that I did with an expert in influence and persuasion. He's a behavioral scientist called Steve Martin, and he's the co-author of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestseller called Yes, 50 Secrets from the Science of Persuasion. And it's co-authored with uh, Dr. Cialdini, who's a, a global name in that field of influence and persuasion. And his books have sold in excess of 1.5 million copies. So I'll add a link to the book in the show notes to support you. And you can also access Steve's full video interview inside our Members Club library. And some brilliant frameworks around these influence and persuasion strategies. So Anyone that's into leadership, coaching or sales roles um, will find that absolutely fascinating. But for today's micro lesson, it's just a short hit. And I've picked a specific insight from that interview, which relates to our recent fuel crisis, uh, as it's got serious leadership lessons for us all. So one of Steve's key factors of influence is scarcity. And that's why it's so powerful. Things like concert tickets sell out within just a few minutes if it's a massive band or the Black Friday shopping deals cause hysteria because we know that these deals are only available for a limited amount of time or there's a limited amount of stock in the case of tickets or whatever. So that drives up demand and creates that frenzy. So this can be an incredibly powerful and good tactic for sales. But it can also be a very bad tactic of influence if we go about it in the wrong way, as Stephen now explains, in relation 
to a historic petrol crisis that resonates just as strongly today. If you seek to manipulate, if you seek to influence and persuade people using some of these scientific insights in a way that wins for you, but is at the detriment of the person or the group that you're influencing, you'll win, okay? You'll, you'll be successful, but that success will be a short-term endeavor. Um, one of the things we know now from the research is that whilst we may not be particularly good in the moment at realizing and recognizing what influences and persuades us, when we come to realize in the future that someone has used one of these principles in a less than ethical, uh, morally questionable way, we don't become immune to the strategy, we become more attentive to the person that used that particular strategy. I'll give you an example. Um, a few years ago here in the United Kingdom, it's about 2001, we had a big problem. Schools were closing, people weren't being able to get to work on time, primarily because of a fuel shortage. The uh, oil refineries were being blockaded and as a result there were shortages of fuel around the country. There was one gas station owner, petrol station owner, um, who found himself in an interesting position. He was the only petrol station for some 15 or 20 miles that had any supplies of petrol. Clearly, in that scarce environment, you know, no one would blame him for perhaps rising uh, the price by a penny or two pennies per litre. But he didn't do that. He increased his prices tenfold. Now, in the context of scarcity, he sold... 10 days worth of petrol in a day. People, despite the extortionate price, queued up to buy this much needed petrol so that they could get on with their lives, they could get their kids to school, they could get to work, they could carry on with their businesses. The impact though occurred afterwards when the petrol came back into normal supply. The reaction that those people that were forced to pay that extortionate price a few days previously on his business crippled him. You know, people boycotted his business. He did 10 days worth of business in a day, but he focused on the short term. And as a result, in the longer term, he decimated his business. And so the key here is, is that will people be influenced by unethical approaches? Absolutely. But there's a cost, and the cost tends to come down the line. So if you're a leader, if you're a manager, you're interested in not only influencing and persuading people today, but in the future as well. You're going to take that ethical, you're going to take that morally acceptable approach. And it's perfectly appropriate to do so in a way that allows you to win today and tomorrow. Because think about it this way. If you have a good case to make, if you have a good proposition, if you have a good direction that you want to take me in, that benefits you and it benefits me as well, in that context, I actually want to be persuaded by you. I want you to effectively influence and persuade me. Um, so we can achieve short-term and longer-term goals without having to rely on tricks, snake oil salesman tactics, or you know, dishonest approaches. Uh, where one of these principles of influence naturally resides in a situation, um, that's where it's ethical to bring it to the fore, to people's attention, knowing that it will guide their behaviour. So it's a really powerful insight for us in a world that craves these short-term results. 
we can get too greedy and we can take things too far and actually erode our reputation and our relationships. Now, we're not all selling petrol in a shortage. You can definitely understand why that guy decided to hike his prices up and make the most of it in the short term. But we all do influence people around us every day. So we've got to think about whether we're acting in a way where we win and those people around us lose, or are we actually thinking in a different mindset and a different perspective and behaving in a way that's more ethical and sustainable? A few weeks ago, we explored what it means to have a champion mindset and we looked at that courage to do the right thing on a difficult day and taking that long-term view. And I think all of these elements are very, very similar. When we take that long-term perspective in our relationships, our personal development and our business, we tend to think of things in a win-win framework. And as a result, we build trust and respect and we attract more people who will be willing to help and support us through the next months and the next years. At a time when many entrepreneurs and businesses are looking to accelerate out of the pandemic, we need to consider the best approach. We can either think long term and develop these win-win strategies with all the stakeholders and clients and partners that we've got. Or we can use that influence that we've got in the short term. Maybe we've got something that they want and we do that in a greedy way, in an unethical way and achieve massive results in the short term. But actually we erode those long term relationships that are so vital to our sustained success. Now, the good news is that the petrol supply seems to be back on in the UK. And thanks to Steve Martin, we've all got a great reminder about thinking long term so that we can help ourselves and those around us to thrive. And even though there might be a temptation to do the opposite. Now, my long term aspiration for this podcast is that we can inspire and support thousands of people around the world. And to do that, I need your help. We don't have adverts cluttering the show and I'm trying to make this to deliver the biggest impact that we possibly can. But if you get a chance to share this with your network, it would mean so much. Uh, If you find it inspirational, if you find it helpful, if you find it thought provoking, you can take some nuggets from each of the different episodes, then please do leave a review and forward it to some of the key people in your network, because I'd love to extend our reach. So I'd love you to help me with that if you could. In some of the upcoming episodes, I'd love to showcase some of your specific questions so that I can try and help you with elements around your mindset, your leadership or some of the team challenges that you're currently going through. So please do send either a voice note with your question recorded or an email through to hello at sportingedge.com and I'll make sure that I build some powerful strategies around that using my own experiences and also some of the experts from our research library as well. I've got a couple of crackers that have come through in the last few days so I'll get those across into the show in the next few weeks. And if your company needs an inspirational keynote speech or a webinar to motivate your team as you start getting back into the workplace or lead a change initiative, then please do drop me a note. I did my first keynote speech in 18 months in front of 200 people last week and absolutely loved it. It was with a big insurance company. So I love sharing these strategies that I've been lucky to meet these people and pick their brains. So myself and the Sporting Edge team are primed to create something that will really deliver an impact for you based on your goals as we close out 2021. So until next time, take care and keep being a positive influence in your community.